Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash news ad free. That's Amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Sadly, there's no such thing as a perfect video game. Almost every single title ever created, no matter how critically acclaimed, universally adored, or staunchly defended they are, always have at least one teething problem that it gains criticism for. It happens more often than you'd think as well, as for some reason there are many examples out there of otherwise outstanding games that start to show cracks towards their conclusions. Whether that's because the devs ran out of steam, were a slave to the deadline, or simply couldn't think of a way to to bring the project to a suitably climactic close. It's notoriously difficult to stick the landing of any piece of art, but these are the games that were flying high with clear skies, only to be sent off course, come skittering down, smashing across the runway to just about stick the landing while teetering halfway off the edge of a cliff. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are eight final levels that almost ruined incredible video games. Number eight, Bioshock. One of the greatest games ever made, Bioshock pushed the boundaries of narratives in video games and thoroughly melted the minds of every single person with one ridiculous reveal after another. With such a thought-provoking narrative, themes of misplaced power and existentialism, many believed Bioshock's ending was going to offer another amazing piece of subversion. Nah. Instead, like so many games on this list, the game devolves into a generic boss battle against a mutated Atlas, who's essentially overdosed on Adam to become this botched monstrosity. Instead of any inventive gimmicks, it's just another bullet sponge shootout, lacking in any of the creativity that made the previous 10 hours so memorable. Every Bioshock game seemed to be warring with the constraints of what players expected from first-person shooters, but this initial effort proved just how much genres could drag the series down. Number 7. Outlast Seemingly coming out of nowhere back in 2013, Outlast quickly established itself as one of the best horror games of the modern age. Chucking players into an insane asylum where the inmates have been left to their own devices, 90% of this title is made up of pure pan-shitting terror, as you're chased through claustrophobic hallways by naked serial killers, dealing with a wannabe surgeon who likes to part people with their fingers, and constantly being threatened with the prospect of losing your crown jewels. Seemingly a slave to the survival horror playbook though, most of Outlast's best ideas are thrown out when the climax transitions the setting to, where else? a secret underground laboratory. Realising that the cause of the mayhem above is actually thanks to the T-Virus being released, wait, wait no, um, that the whole world is in the mind of a serial killer? No, that doesn't sound right either. 
Oh wait, no, it's a ghost that's haunting the asylum after an experiment gone wrong. Either way, at this point the game pits you against an enemy you can never truly outrun. The story reveal isn't great, the sterile white hallways suck away all tension, and the new enemy is more frustrating than scary, squandering the potential the previous 8 hours built up so perfectly. Number 6. Crackdown the original Crackdown wasn't exactly lauded for its story back in 2007, but even so, its final mission was goddamn anticlimactic all the same. As an agent of the world's superpowered law enforcement, your sole mission was to infiltrate three different districts of a metropolitan city and take out each of their respective gang leaders and kingpin to liberate each district. That's a decent enough premise, but the game essentially repeated this exact same format three times until the entire city was free from corruption. So by the time you reach the final set of story missions, you're accustomed to the formulaic structure and assume that something, anything special, is going to happen for the concluding chapter. Unfortunately, nothing new happens, and you're forced to kill yet another group of gang leaders in much the same way as before. Same old, same old. Number 5. L.A. Noir. Look, I am probably the biggest L.A. Noir apologist out there, and many a night out on the tune has ended up in beer being flung after me and Scott have gotten to a scrap over this game, but even I have to acknowledge that its final level is a huge head-scratcher. Coming off the already questionable decision to introduce a new playable protagonist for the final stretch of cases, the climactic mission brings together the conspiracy plot that was running throughout the entire game and resolves it by way of a shootout in a drab sewer. Ugh, imaginative, I guess. Eleanor always faltered when it tried to do anything other than be a detective game, so to devolve into such an uninspired third-person shooter full of super weapons and bosses, combined with the out-of-nowhere death of Cole Phelps, of course, didn't play to the title's strengths. And yeah, I know the abruptness of the ending is shooting for a forget-it-jackets-Chinatown-style finale, but the ending doesn't feel abrupt. It feels rushed. Number 4. Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain whether it was because of the troubled development or an intentional decision, I think everybody probably knows which is the more likely, the second half of the final MGS game is made up of a smattering of new missions interspersed with retreads through older quests players have already completed. The couple new quests gave fans hope of at least getting a solid climactic final level that tied everything up, and while that's technically true, and the finale of the sequel does end on a twist that pulls the rug out of everything you've previously done, the mission you have to play to get to that reveal is absolutely dreadful. Sticking with the recycled assets, the end mission is just the entire opening level all over again, which would be fine if said mission wasn't ridiculously frustrating, didn't restrict you to a literal crawl for most of it, and didn't take an hour to finish. It could have been cool to show the mission from a different perspective and hint more towards the twist, but nah, it's just the same beat for beat bar the extended sequence at the end that could have just been a cutscene. Number 3. Middle Earth Shadow of War Shadow of War was praised for its innovative nemesis system and its equally impressive world, yet for some absurd reason, when you reach the finale of the game, its gameplay took a sudden left turn. Facing off against the leaders of Sauron's army and eventually Sauron himself, the final battle with him was reduced to a boring, uninspired quick-time event, dropping the satisfying swordplay that the rest of the game was built entirely around. 
Instead of taking control away from players, Talion's final assault on Sauron's forces should have played out in much the same way as the rest of the game did. The freedom in how you got to wipe out orc camps always led to some amazing unscripted sequences, but the finale forced you down a single linear path that reduced the quote-unquote epic final fight to a few mere button presses. Number 2. Uncharted 2 after a 10 hour plus journey through some rather exotic locations and oodles of character development for Nathan Drake and his gang, Naughty Dog thought it would be a good idea to add a final challenge to the closing hour of Uncharted 2, blue-skinned mutant guardians that came totally out of nowhere. The new enemies could have been fine, as the design of the monsters as well as the new surreal world you fight them in is pretty stunning, but the problem is that it's the exact same trick the devs pulled with the zombie-like enemies that haunted the finale of the first game. Considering just how much the game builds up to Shambhala, the gameplay sections simply don't live up to either its epic design or the hype preceding it. The switch to overtly supernatural threats didn't work in the first game, and it doesn't really work here, especially when they're hand-waved away and followed by an even worse boss fight. Number 1. Batman Arkham Asylum Batman and the Joker's relationship has traditionally always been about a battle of wits between two extremely opposite ideals. Batman fights for justice and order and the Joker's a dog chasing cars, yada yada yada. It's a dynamic difficult to fuck up. Arkham Asylum throws all that thematic goodness out the window though, and instead transforms the Joker into a titan-fueled beast in the last level who mindlessly flings bats at the Batman. Subtle, it is not. The finale reeked of a developer that was at ends with itself trying to decide how to suitably end their game with a bang, obliged to shoehorn in a final boss battle. The thing is, even if they wanted a Batman-Joker fist fight, they could have done it in a different way that didn't just repeat the same formula players had slogged through 10 times before this. It could have and should have been the killing joke of video games, but this last level at the end of the day was pretty much just a joke. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.